Hey everyone, welcome to the Beyond Real Estate Podcast and this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life where we are here with our guest Aaron. He'll be joining us for this week as he is an inspector, so he's going to be living his best life on Wednesday when we talk about that. But for Hashtag Dad Life, we're going to be talking about when is old enough? And that goes for a lot of things that we as parents have to deal with. Movies, music, and uh, the most annoying for most of us parents phones and tablets mm. all that and more is what we're going to be covering this week on hashtag dad life so you'll want to stick around after this short intermission so you definitely want to stick around there we go Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jaylet, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in depth on how to become successful in business and life. Jalen, take it away. All right. So when is old enough? And we're not talking about the boring stuff that we all know. There's legal boundaries on drinking, owning a gun, joining the military, all that stuff. It's been dealt with in the court of law. Today, we're going to be talking about the much more interesting and much more relevant to the average parent. When is it old enough for your kid to actually dive into some of these things like music or videos, movie, and the ever so popular hand grabbing little kids sneeze on your phone and wipe their boogers on it, tablets and phones. So the first thing that we want to talk about is movies and TV. Everyone has access to it. You just turn the dang thing on and you see a million things. I'm going to go with the... Uh, the very quick example of my life this past week, uh, watching Law & Order with a four-year-old in the room can bring up a lot of questions, not only of parenting style, but uh, when they start showing any sort of blood or anything, the, the kids start peeking in on that and start asking even more questions. So um, I would say four years old is not old enough to have uh, Law & Order uh, SVU on in the background, even though they... They're constantly, you know, law and order. It's been around for like 40 years. But um, Nick, when you think of how old is old enough when it comes to movies and TV, do you follow that, you know, E is for everyone? That's video games. But uh, what, G? G for general G public? G yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a Yeah, do you give that parental guidance to Diego? <laughs> Right, definitely haven't had to yet. But uh, to be honest, I don't think they're they're un unrealistic when it comes to those those barriers and standards we set as a society. I, I would agree with them uh, for the most part. Um, but that, yeah, I, I think it's unnecessary to expose them and have the opinion to say, well, they're going to get exposed to it anyway. Like you said, there's a time and a place. Um, we, we had a, a previous episode talking about bad language, right? And, and again, there's time and a place and overall people are gonna do what they wanna do, but when we're responsible for our kids' upbringing, I, I personally do not see the necessity to show them a rated R movie when they're eight, simply to try to, to scare them <laughs> or confirm of something. Like, you're, I feel like it's bad parenting, to be honest. Um, Aaron, I, I know you don't have any kids. Maybe I should end that sentence with yet. Nonetheless, you don't have any right now. What, what was your experience yeah. growing up when it comes to that, uh, movies and TV specifically? Uh, well, I mean, I totally agree with your, what you're saying is, uh, you know, we've set boundaries as a society 
as far as you know the PG-13 stuff goes for movies and TV uh, but I you know to be fair I saw a lot of stuff growing up that I wasn't supposed to <laughs> and I feel like I turned out okay <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> uh, who knows if others see me and I'm just kind of out of whack I don't know that's that's on them but um, I feel like I turned out okay so I mean it's not something that I was exposed to on purpose I think for sure uh, but I did come across things that as a child I just should not have seen yeah. or experienced what, what have you I mean well, and, uh, and you bring up a good point you bring up a good point in that there's the boundaries that parents create and then there's the realities that kids get into Right? I'm at my friend's house who I know their parents just don't care. So you're going to see things that, again, you're just like, wow, wasn't planning on that on this Friday night, but that happened. Um, nonetheless, we're not talking about those realities right? that do come up. I think, again, it's our responsibility when we do have that ability to control it, to control it. And, and again, I, I think it's unnecessary to expose kids to big, bad, scary things behind the excuse of, again, they're going to see it anyway. Jalen, what about you? You, you dumped the sure. SVU episode recently. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I mean, it just brought up uh, conversations that you're like, gosh, all right. I guess we're having that conversation. Why is that guy bleeding out? Well, was he that guy? <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know how, you know how SVUs and stuff like those shows are so convoluted with every single guy. Like you never expect that guy. And then that guy's actually the bad guy. That guy's a bad guy, but he's doing a good thing. And so you're like, okay, I'm not going to explain this meta information to my four-year-old because it's all over his head. But it's like, yeah, he was, you know, stabbed. And so you're like, ah, okay, so let me explain why he was stabbed. Yeah, he was doing something bad. And so something bad happened to him. Then you have to explain the, you know, good guys versus bad guys. That's where we're at. We're at the good guys versus bad guys right now. Are you a good guy, dad? Am I a good guy, dad? Yes, you're a good guy. Yeah, dad's a good guy. You know, whatever arbitrary reasoning we want to use. Yeah, I don't stab people, so I'm a good guy. Um, and so just having that conversation of like, yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah, the, the police are there. Yeah, they're catching the bad guy. Having those conversations and... I would always encourage people to not shy away from it when something like that does slip up and just kind of being like, we don't talk about that. Turn it off. And I was like, well, you, whether by accident or on purpose, which hopefully it's not on purpose that you're just like, here, we're going to watch a slasher film. Time to enjoy it, son. We can ask any <laughs> questions later, but hopefully that's not the case. You're like, just trial by fire with them. But when it is the accidental slip up, you can easily say, okay, we're going to just have this conversation now, going to answer any questions that they might have and kind of put them at ease, but still give them the truth. Uh, I think that's a fine line that you have to walk when it comes to visual media um, because you can't just say, like, that's a bad word, or that's a good word. Um, that you can with music, for instance. Like, no, we don't listen to that because it says bad words. Easy, clean, clear, but, you know, having that longer conversation when they do get exposed to something like that and uh having that conversation even with the the pg and you know g rated stuff and just kind of explaining to them you know what the good guys are what the bad guys are all that kind of stuff so um yeah that was that was the that was the big lesson yeah for me on it, that one go down the, the music <laughs> path aaron what are your thoughts do standards change if you can't see it 
right? So we just talked about movies and TV. It's okay for kids to be exposed to music because they're not watching it at a younger age with customers, for for example. What are your thoughts? Wow. Good, good question. Uh, again, from experience, I think growing up, a lot of the times of hearing music, I knew like half the words, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it wasn't until later on when I learned what those words me meant that I'm like, holy crap, I was listening to this. <laughs> this is what I was exposed. I didn't even realize it. So, uh, again, it, you know, I guess maybe I wasn't as smart to ask the right questions and be like, well, what does that word mean? Yeah. I was just enjoying the music. Sure. Um, but maybe there's others who did learn those words and were using them constantly after the fact. Uh, but I mean, like Jalen said right now about SV, SVU, um, if it does come across it, I guess that's what parenting is, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, kind of guiding them through that information and making sure they take out the right things out of it versus the bad. Yeah. Uh, parenting is a hands-on sport. It shouldn't be a, a <laughs> passive. Yes. Again, I, I, I don't have kids, so that's just a guess. Um, no, you're right. But... You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Cause there's going to come that point right but um yeah man i mean you you can definitely be concerned about it uh you know especially with the music that goes on nowadays um and maybe that makes me sound old but (laughs) definitely there's a lot that i just i wouldn't expose my children to sure yeah. Well, and, and now, Nick, Nick, well, let's let's go with this, though. Um, what about where the curse words, the clean versions of songs, right? So it's yeah. still that hardcore rap. Um, I've heard 50 Cent songs where you're just like, they're bleeping out every other word. Ha- did, like, what's the point of this song anymore? <laughs> like, like kids, kids aren't understanding it anymore. <laughs> yeah, kids bop. <laughs> and I think it's, it's a challenge, right? Because now you're talking about a space that six-year-olds don't operate in 50 Cent World, right? Um, it, it's when kids are becoming teenagers. And now, who's more influential, the parents or the friends, right? And I think there, again, lies the reality of getting older. And ha- that challenge of being a parent is like, understanding what Jalen and I and Aaron say as adults and as parents, it's like, shut up, right? It's like, I'm going to listen to what I'm going to listen to. And I guess it's our example that that really become the bigger thing, right? What, what are the parents listening to on a regular basis? What are the parents watching on a regular basis? Because the older they get, the more they're going to see our actions versus listen to us. You know, and I think it's so important in those younger ages to not expose them yet, because unfortunately it's going to come whether we're prepared for it or not at 13, 14, 15, right? And especially those years that they can be super resentful towards towards parents in general. So music-wise, I guess I lean towards, not expose them, but I guess I, I don't think I would be against having um, a CD that's not bleeped out at 13-inch. Um, and I look back yeah. on childhood and say that's about when i was allowed to get the parental advisory stickers like ooh, this one has all the bad words on it you know but i'm right there with aaron though like i didn't i like the beat of things versus the lyrics of things I, i'm and to this day like i'm terrible for lyrics which like oh that's a that's a good beat to that song i like that that's catchy to me but it's not because of the lyrics right. and the story that's being told within the song 
I'll, I'll end up yeah. listening. You, you listen to it a few weeks down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, I was just going to say, you listen to it a, a few a few years later, and you're like, what <laughs> is this? What did I just listen to? Why was that my favorite song growing up? That was... Someone got robbed in the middle of it. Someone got murdered. Honky tonk, badonkadonk. Man, country music is not is not as is not as a PG as I thought it was. So much <laughs> so much drinking and and lady bits everywhere. What's going on there? So yeah, <laughs> I'd say I say visually a lot worse. Yes, <laughs> music isn't just lyrics anymore because again the, that accessibility the video right that that comes with it now and you can see it on your phone while you're listening to it and before that wasn't the case right you're going to the, to oh, the cd uh, store mtv to, uh, the cassette. <laughs> MTV. right yeah CRL. mtv came out oh man <laughs> <laughs> we, we yeah that was yeah, I shouldn't have watched that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't. God, God forbid your your parents walk in and you're like, "This is my favorite song," and then they see the music video. If you're like, "Oh boy, I didn't know this was a music video for it." Yeah. Exactly. Um. <laughs> I mean, uh, Cisco. I'm sure you guys all are Cisco. Remembers? Uh, he was an old rapper and he had that one famous song. I won't say it, but. <laughs> That within itself to say enough right there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to phones then. The the dirty the dirty p word phones. Um, kids love them. They've <laughs> they have captured the ability for them to be so easy to literally be picked up and start being used by anyone. Toddlers, like six months olds, like. They, they, they already know. They get it. They get to watch their entertaining thing. Nope. Don't want to watch that video. On <laughs> to the next. You're like, how is this six-month-old negotiating uh, my phone better than I do? Okay. So, I mean, plenty of fun impl- implement, implement, implementations? Implement, implications. There we go. There. <laughs> we hit it eventually. We're we're not a we're not a podcast about thesauruses or dictionaries. Um and so yeah, things become definitely more interesting <laughs> when you have your kids starting to be able to navigate your phone and they're getting games and or watching YouTube and you're like, Oh, shouldn't be watching that. That person is dropping some colorful language, uh we which we've talked about before on previous episodes, but Phones in general. Nick, what's your biggest concern when it comes to Diego having a phone? Getting places that you know aren't aren't ideal and he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. Right? It's like it's that innocent you're just using it because you don't know any better type of thing. Um and, and you're early on. I think that's the scariest part. With that being said, I I don't think it does Bree or I any good to keep him away from it until he's six, seven, eight years old. As ideal as that is in my head, because I didn't grow up with the thing. I'll bring up an individual that we've mentioned a few times on this podcast, being Gary V, talking about demonizing the present, right? And, and because we didn't grow up with something, we don't, not that I don't understand it, but because I didn't grow up with it, my kids shouldn't grow up with it. You know, and I think that is a struggle for parents out there. It's like, well, I, I, I grew up just fine without it. My, my kid doesn't need that. It's not a matter of necessarily if they need it, but again, they're gonna be exposed to that. So I think the biggest thing is 
teaching them habits of moderation, right? And that's hard initially because they're going to scream and cry and that's mine. But I think establishing those standards early on to say, look, we've got an hour and then that's it. You know, and being, that's a non-negotiable, right? And now you're, that's a part of what they do. That's not all that they do. I think that's, that's where people get lost. In my opinion, is having too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let me throw this one at Aaron. So there was a recent study that just came out showing that kids that played more interactive video games. So we're not talking about, you know, maybe Candy Crush. <laughs> Candy Crush isn't <laughs> the most interactive game. You're not, you're not, you're not Einstein just figuring out Candy Crush. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go with Call of Duty. Uh, but the more interactive, more challenging games actually sh- has, shown to have positive results on kids the more they play these games the more they're able to better figure out solutions in their everyday world they're more intuitive they're more able to be quicker at problem solving they're I wouldn't say better kids but they're better kids in that in those areas that someone that isn't exposed to video games just don't have those same skills developed so with that in mind would you say that if a you know, a kid, your your future kid is now, you know, sat in front of the TV for a few hours playing one of these games that are been shown that, hey, they gain really good cognitive abilities from it. Great. Let them have at it. They enjoy it. They they kind of shut up for a few hours. I don't see what the what the problem is here anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, great <laughs> point. Uh, you know, I have actually heard that and read a few articles on um, the correlation between it's, you know an increased intelligence and video games uh, and I'm not sure if you two heard this but recently they were hiring uh, pilots uh, you know airline pilots and requested that anyone who played video games for you know long periods of time come in and apply for that job because they were shown <laughs> to be better at it than uh, anyone who didn't play video games which is interesting, and it's you know that brings me back to that. I'm, like, yeah, and uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. I was like, whoa, that's that's pretty uh, wild coming from an age where computers were just coming in. Um, so definitely, you know, back to my experience. Uh, my parents early on got us the computer early on, and I say us, me and my siblings, um, and I'm kind of grateful for it now that i see where we're at as far as technology goes um but i also got outside and (laughs) that that allowed me to kind of you know uh have better uh what you say people skills sure uh so so that's that's a huge plus i think we're avoiding that more than anything aside from you know too much screen time uh I'm not sure how the effects on it are as for, you know, physically for your eyes or (laughs) so, I mean, I really don't know, but uh, I'd say it's a good thing to have them go outside for a bit, you know, improve their skills elsewhere, not just mentally, I guess. Um, That's fair. That's right. So not just right in front of the television for six hours a day. Eh, They were all right with it. I'm all right with it. Uh, Nick, give us the give us the final the final word on uh yeah what what if diego just falls in love with uh i don't know man sudoku just loves sudoku on the phone 
Yeah, that, that's fine. But there, there will be moderation. I can tell you that much. There will be moderation. Paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like Aaron said, there, there's a ton of value in, in being outside. And I think that has to be and needs to be a, a source of entertainment still, you know, and use your imagination outside. And, and not just because I did it, but it, again, I just think it's more healthy. Get your vitamin D and go enjoy yeah. yourself. <laughs> I want to I want to wrap up though uh, on that pilot piece. It's super interesting to me because Jalen's brought the, brought it up before of, of gamers and they're not uh, known for a clean mouth. I can only imagine the pilot <laughs> that uh, gets pissed <laughs> off at thirty five thousand feet just starts spatting off. And uh, <laughs> bro, you're not in your mom's basement anymore. You can't clean. <laughs> Tower doesn't clear them to come in. He's like, listen, listen here, <laughs> motherfucker. When I land this goddamn thing in your airport, I'm coming right up there and kicking your ass. And like, oh boy, we knew that that guy, the Call of Duty guy, was not the right hire at that moment. <laughs> that definitely, you, you sound like you're a gamer. <laughs> well, that's all for this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life. Let us know, though. I mean, we brought up some interesting things that, that, uh, that one study that we i mean we referenced a few studies but the the study that came out this week i think it was from the from like denmark or something so you know you can trust those uh those slavic people you know they're they're all they're pretty good at what they do the right yeah so i mean let us know what you think did that validate your childhood growing up or are you like there's still some issues if you let your kid just you know be on tablets phones all day watching whatever television shows they want to the house of dragons none of that none of that in my house that, that's uh you, yeah you can you can watch the the devil worshiping dragon movie show whenever you want but not here and uh that music is, is kids bop clean enough for you uh, there's plenty of people that don't think it is so we'd love to hear your thoughts on this subject matter there's no there's no real right or wrong way to go about it, but it's about how much active parenting you want to do and want to hear from you. So feel free to comment wherever you're listening to this or just go to the YouTube channel. We officially have one at Beyond Real Estate Podcast YouTube channel, and you can leave a comment on this exact episode. Otherwise, we will see you here on Wednesday where we are talking about home inspections. Oh, they're not as boring as you think they are just from your casual encounters with them. And Aaron's going to clear up a few misconceptions and what you really need to know. So you'll want to join us for that episode on Wednesday. Thanks from all of us here. And we'll see you then. Want to see, hear, or listen to more of Nick's take on the California real estate market? Check out my links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.